Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Kingdom Leaders Connect, the podcast. I am your host, Shonda Joy Howerton, and I am excited to be with you one more time. And so today we have a very, very special guest. Heck, all the guests are special, right? Because I say that every time because they are very so, so special to me. And so I'm excited to have our guests here. But before I introduce my guest to you today. I would love for you to take a moment if you're not already doing so. Follow the podcast if you're listening via podcast or if you're watching via YouTube, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button, right? We want you to be notified every time we are in those podcasts or YouTube streets. All right. And so now that we've gotten that out of the way. And if you're interested in learning anything more, you can always go to kingdomleadersconnect.com. So all the housekeeping is out of the way and I'm super excited to introduce our new guest on today. Now she is, I had the pleasure of getting to meet her uh, she is Prophet Nicole Diaz, but I'm going to allow her to come on and introduce herself to you. But she is like myself, a woman of many hats. I love bringing my guests on and I like introducing them uh, in a special way. She can do her own bio, right? But I love how God connects us. And so here she is, Nicole Diaz. Welcome to the show. Welcome, Thank you so much, Minister Shonda, for inviting me on the show. I'm yeah. very excited and happy to be here. Absolutely. You're welcome. And I'm so happy to have you on. I tell you, God is a wonder. And so I know how I met you and our experience has been amazing. You would have thought we've known each other for quite some time. Forever. Forever. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But we met and even from that very first phone call, we were talking. It was like, you know what? This is a great connection. This is a right now connection, right? Yes. <laughs> a divine connection. And so please share with our audience who you are and all the amazing things that you do, because it's not just one, y'all. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. I am Nicole Dias. Yes, as Minister Shonda said, I'm Prophet Nicole, and I am also a chef, a real chef, okay? Not somebody who's wanting to be a chef. I am a real chef. You could Google me. My business partners won the first round of Cupcake Wars when it first came out. So yes, I am a real chef. Um, I was trained through my grandmother and the frugal gourmet. It used to be a cooking show out called The Frugal Gourmet, um, but I have been um, culinary trained as well from a Scoffier um, Academy, and so uh, French culinary school. And um, yeah, I'm author, a best-selling author. I've written two books. In the year of 2020, I've written two books, one anthology project, uh, with Dr. Cheryl Wood uh, called Courageous Enough to Launch. And I also wrote uh, my own solo project during the pandemic called The Magnitude of the Middle, Trusting God from Start to Finish. Oh, I'm the mother of four, a, a, a mother in love, a, a, a grandmother to my one, grand, one and only grandson, Mason, who just turned six last week. And um, yeah, I'm a sister. I'm a friend. I'm a, a serial entrepreneur, uh, mm -hmm. and I'm a coach. I help small businesses and entrepreneurs to translate their visions into reality. Absolutely. Listen, this is why you had to introduce yourself. You see, there are so many hats, and it's amazing how God has gifted some of us to do many things. And so I love what you said. You said you are a real chef. Listen, we don't play one on TV, right? You are a real chef. Yeah. <laughs> and so for those that are viewing us on YouTube, you can see uh, a taste of having catering service is her business. It is nourishment for the soul. Listen here for our podcast listeners. If you would like to take a visit and check her out, it's called a taste of heaven catering service.com. Right. So that's how you can connect with Nicole. And I saw some pictures. And if I had not had listened, I almost got in my car. <laughs> hey, my door is always open. And what you're seeing behind you not to get ahead of the program, but what sure. you see behind you is my gourmet kitchen. Let, I mean, are you able to move? No, I have, I have, I, I, I um, have operated out of a commercial space 
Yes. But also within my home, I have a gourmet kitchen. I love it. I love it. One day I'm going to see that kitchen up close and personal. I can't wait. I can't even, I don't even have to see the kitchen. I just want to see what happens, what comes out of the kitchen, right? I just want to taste. <laughs> the well, what comes out of the kitchen are gumbos, Ooh. soups, stools, mm. fricassees, oxtails, jerk chicken, curry chicken, turkeys, hams, roast. Fried chicken, roast chicken, mm, mm. Uh, fish, flounders stuffed with crab meat and sal salmon and and rice pilaf and yellow rice from scratch. Oh, uh, all kinds of salads and and sauces and yes. um, and even though my business partners are the cake artists Sandy and Tony Torres, they're the cake artists. Um, I do cook things that they don't <laughs> and um you know when they see this they're gonna pluck me but um but but true story during the pandemic i perfected a cheesecake Ooh. so out of this kitchen now my business partners all jokes aside sandy and tony torres their sisters what they do is they are cake artists okay. so they custom design cakes so if it's a wedding cake, a celebration cake, birthday cake, they custom, literally, they sketch it out. Oh, so this is like, this now, is serious. They literally, they literally sketch it like, like an architecture. Yes. They sketch it out according to the client's desire. And then they create it to be what is called custom design. Wow. Yeah. When they, when they use the tagline where 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 cake artists they are cake artists That's like someone draws for painting they use the canvas first of a notebook they have a sketchbook like what artists have they have a sketchbook they sketch all of the cake designs wow and then from there they proceed to bring it to life wow that's what they do yeah that so is amazing yeah, they handle that end of the business. But I perfected cheesecakes during the pandemic. So what we produced uh, virtually, uh, we did online cooking classes throughout the whole pandemic. Mm. We had people come from all over the world. Wow. So we made Oreo cookie cheesecake. Oh. I'm getting away just listening to you. We made apple pie cheesecake. What? Yeah. Wait a minute. That can be a cheesecake? What? You, you haven't seen it? No. Well, then go to my Instagram. You'll see apple pie cheesecake up here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We know how to do upside uh, pina colada. Oh, oh, we produce pina colada pound cake. Yeah. I got to close my mouth. You saw that? <laughs> pina colada pound cake. Someone saw us. The person knew me, but someone saw me on Facebook Live. Uh, making a pina colada pound cake during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And because they knew me, they instantly called me to say, whatever it is you're cooking, don't eat it and don't sell it. I'm sending my son to pick it up from you. What? The person lives in Loudoun County, Virginia. The son, uh, I think, stays in Bowie or Highsville somewhere. So they came over, and uh, he and his wife, and got <laughs> what I was cooking. And the person ate it last year for their for their Thanksgiving. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. Gosh, listen, you get me excited. I just tell my husband, listen, we I don't know what you're going to do. Thanksgiving is coming. It's next week, whether we like it and or we, not. And we go to Richmond because it's not that far. We listen. go to Richmond. And see, I'll, I'll meet you halfway. I, you already got the Listen, we're going to have to talk. I, because I, it's not that far. Because it's not that far. And and in all reality, uh, when you're talking about meeting halfway, we yeah. could we could uh, meet like in um, King George. Yes, absolutely. That's where our church is. So I'm very familiar with yeah, that. Yeah, we can meet in King George. <laughs> And make the exchange because King George is actually halfway. Yes, it so, is. Absolutely. So, yeah. We yeah. drive that way every Sunday. Uh, yes, ma'am. So that ain't nothing. My car yeah. does how to get there, even if I'm not driving. Listen, yes. I love that. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. That is amazing. You have just like, first of all, you had me at the jerk chicken, that, that part. And then you kept going. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I, I, I know that I am part Caribbean somewhere deep down on the inside because Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, Just give me jerk chicken. I 
that's it. I'm good. I, that is amazing. But you have covered so much. You've gone from really Caribbean cuisine, right, to yeah. traditional, traditional to desserts. Dessert. So, is there a um, is there a genre of food, if it can be called a genre? Is there anything that you all don't do, or do you? Kind we do of not. We do multicultural cuisines, just as my business partners are cake artists, and there's nothing they can't create. Awesome. They can actually sculpt a cake that will look identical to how you look right now. Oh my, that just gave me I can chills. screenshot you. I can screenshot you and send it over to them and they will produce a cake that looks exactly like how you look right wow. now. Wow. Literally, literally, it will be identical to what I send them. Wow, that is amazing. That's how I'm good always... they are. That's how good they are. That's how good they are. I love That's it. I've always wanted, I've always seen those cakes, right? Um, that I've always seen them. And I used to watch the show. Uh, I guess it was Cake Boss where they used to go through and, and I was always amazed because, you know, as a consumer, we pay for something and we eat it. We don't really understand it, all the work that goes into what we're getting ready to devour. And that's really what made me have an appreciation. Um, as we're talking about cake artists, really have an appreciation for the culinary ministry. Now, my dad was a chef as well. So, yes, yes, um, I love to eat. So God gave me the daddy that was going to feed me. Won't he do it? Amen. Yes, he Won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It is and so speaking great. of Cake Boss, not to cut you off, but uh, Cake Boss is a friend and mentor to Sandy and Tony. Oh, my God. And Cake Boss comes to the area periodically to check in and see if they need anything. Look at that. Look and see, I didn't know that. That's called a divine. Listen, you gotta know that what we're doing is divine. The conversations that we have are not by accident, right? And so uh the, the on Kingdom Leaders Connect, we interview amazing kingdom leaders who are in the marketplace, who are in ministry, who one will say and, and admit that they show love do love the Lord, right? And that they're not hiding him in their businesses or in their, wherever they are. And yes, you can hide him in your ministry. Yes, I heard what y'all were thinking. Yes, you can, right? Because sometimes we talk so much about us, we forget that Jesus is the reason, right? So anyway, I am so uh, appreciative to that. And so just to hear that someone who we know, uh, not only do you know them, but they have enough relationship with you all that they're checking to make sure that they don't need anything that's an amazing thing because you know when we talk about circles yes right we talk about people that are in our circles and even in business and in ministry you want to be around persons that can inspire you inspire yes. you to become even better and so it's like iron sharpening iron is that right yes yes i agree i Absolutely. totally agree you know, we're talking about nourishment for the soul mm -hmm. today. And, you know, I am a chef. I, I, I cook everything and anything. Um, I do customized uh, menus. You know, people say, well, what's your specialty? And I've actually angered some um, fancy clients because I said, well, I don't really have, how can you not, everyone has a, a specialty. And I, I understand that most people do, but mm -hmm. I don't because whatever the customer expresses to me, you know, in my consultant firm, the Visionary Network Group, we, uh, my team and I, we help uh, people in business to translate their vision into reality. Well, I do the same in every area of my life. I help mm -hmm. those who I minister to translate their vision into reality. I help those who I serve in the culinary area to translate their vision into reality. So whatever that vision is, then, you know, uh, everything I do, at least most of the time, okay? I, I do fall into the human side, but most of the time I bathe everything I do in prayer. So when we bathe everything we do in prayer, then the anointing of God is on it. And the anointing basically is the empowerment to prosper. So that's why I say I don't have a specialty because if I want to make jerk chicken, it's going to taste like you went to Jamaica. For real yes. it is. And Ooh. I'm saying that because, because I made oxtails for some Caribbean people, this is a few years back. At first, they didn't want to eat it because it didn't come from one of them. Mm -hmm. But then um, everyone else in the room, non-Caribbean, was enjoying it, and and um, and it wasn't time for the Caribbean people to leave yet. It was a, a church service, a revival, and you have after revival, the preachers come together to eat and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So so the people couldn't leave because they were stuck in doing the 
preacher hobnobbing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't want to be rude. Um, and they were so hungry. And then they just knew that when they left, they could go eat what they wanted to eat. And I kept saying, I promise you, you're not going to be disappointed. Well, you're American and I, we know it's not going to taste like how I said, okay, well, <laughs> guess what? It's 11 o'clock at night. There's not going to be anything open for you to eat. I would love for you to put a little something on your stomach before you go. And so they said, well, we'll just take a little bit while, while, you know, they were waiting for the main pastor. Mm -hmm. You know, say if it was Bishop Jakes, they were waiting to meet with him. Right? Okay. So like, well, while we're waiting, I said, okay, why are you waiting? Right. Well, they tasted it. They said, you couldn't have made this. You're going to lie to us in church? I said, why oh. would I lie in church? I said, why would I lie in church? You didn't give me any money. And I'm not being offensive, but right. this is what I said. Right. I, you know, I told him, I said, I'm not trying to be offensive, but you didn't give me any money. I sold this as a seed. So why would I lie? Right. I said, and then because I thought I was late bringing the food, I actually finished it up in this hall. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. therefore, what did I lie about? Absolutely. And then they went on to say, but it tastes so much like ours. I said, I told you that it would. It would. It's I said, it's oxtails. It's oxtails, right? I said, why wouldn't it taste like yours? I mean, to me, I mean, I do understand Southern people cook oxtails, right? But the oxtails that I like to eat and promote are the Jamaican or Caribbean style. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I don't do the Southern style, which is like in the gravy and all. No, I do the Caribbean style mm -hmm. oxtails. That's the ones I like to eat. Yes. And so I'm only giving you what, what you like. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I do. Yes, I do your way. Yes. And they said, oh, my God, this tastes like us. So then one thing led to another. And before before um, before you knew it, it was all gone. Because <laughs> they didn't realize that, you know. So, so without belaboring the point, mm -hmm. a lot of times we reject what we don't know. Yes. Without the understanding that God is trying to tell us something and God is trying to get something good to happen for us in our lives. But because we're not familiar with it, we reject it and we don't see it as being God. They rejected the oxtails at first because they said they, since, since it's to Caribbean oxtails, only the Caribbean could cook it. I, I get it, I get it, seriously. If somebody that was non-African-American gonna tell you they cook soul food, Huh. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't believe them, but I would yeah. be kind of leery as to whether or not it was going to taste like soul food, right? Right, right. A Caucasian cooks soul food, and I'm not saying a Caucasian can't. But right, if a Caucasian right, right. But it's a different kind of, yeah. Yeah, I, I would, you know, if an Asian cooks soul food, you know, <laughs> right, if, right, if, right. if anybody, a Norwegian cooks soul food, I would be like, nah. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe that you did it, but I don't know how much soul yeah. is in that food. Okay, so I get where they were coming from. I wasn't offended, but when they accused me of lying and saying I didn't cook it, when I actually cooked it right in front of them, they just weren't paying attention. Um, you know, it's yeah. like, why would I do that? This is how right. I eat. Right, right. And so once they tasted, they were like, my God, this tastes like how we cook it. Yeah. So that's why I don't have a, a, a particular specialty. So I feel because whatever is the client's vision for the meal is what I do. And so I just go before, seriously, I, I do like my business partners. I, I don't sketch anything, but in my mind, I say, okay, this is what that looks like. Yes. And then I write down what I believe the ingredients, you know, I need to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes I might cross, cross ref, reference a recipe, but only just to see the base of it, the foundation of it. And then I make it to be what it needs to be for my client. And, and it comes out that way every time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That just and, we and all our food is kosher, if you will, not mm -hmm. the Jewish kosher, mm -hmm. but when I say kosher, kosher basically is food that's prayed over. Mm -hmm. And so we pray over all of our foods, literally, literally when I, when I start production, mm -hmm. uh, everything is laid out. And I pray over it and I ask for God to not 
only let me not miss any steps, not miss any ingredients. Yes. Let me get 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 it done on time, so Absolutely. people aren't waiting for for their meal. But also, God, let them feel the love, receive the love that is going into this meal. Let it permeate their soul, God. That not only will the food tastes good, but yes. something supernaturally will be happening inside of their soul. That's literally what I pray. I'm not lying. Yes. That's what I pray. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. awesome. And that's a blessing. That's a blessing because you're not just eating, right? What I love it because a taste of heaven catering service for those that are just joining. Hello to you all that are joining on YouTube and in podcast world. Listen, we are Speaking with Nicole Dye as the owner and caterer of a Taste of Heaven catering service. And so we uh, listen, I have been, I'm just, I'm hungry now. Let me just tell you that I'm hungry. <laughs> I am excited about getting to a place very soon, hopefully sooner than later, where I can just request some jerk. Listen, I, oh, hearing you talk about it gets me excited because it is hard to find good jerk. You know what I mean? It's hard to find um a great, I, I, there's a certain thing that I'm looking forward to. So I mm. can't wait, but I love that you said you pray about it. You pray, you pray about it. You make, you ask God to help you not miss, make sure you don't miss a step. You know, how many times in life where we are rushing, we're doing things. And, you know, sometimes we forget that what we're doing is not in our own strength. Even when we've been given the gifts and the talents and the abilities to do something, it's still God who empowers us to get yes. the job done. And so I love that you all go back and you acknowledge, you acknowledge that God, this is your business. This is your, you know, this is really your job. We got it, but it's really your job, right? It's your assignment, God. And so help us. We, we are inviting you to, and that's, you know, what we think about church and that's what the invocation prayer is, right? We don't know what to pray for. Sometimes people be praying. I'm like, wait a minute, you're supposed to be invoking the presence, right? Of God. Mm -hmm. But I love that you guys are inviting God in. You're inviting the presence of the Holy Spirit into mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. kitchens so that the food will truly be nourishment for the soul. Not mm -hmm. only the soul, the physical body, but also the spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm. Listen, oh my goodness. It's nothing better than to taste something that reminds you of a great time in your life. You know, something that tastes so good. You're like, oh, oh, this tastes good. I remember when I had, you know what I mean? That's an amazing, oh my goodness. Yeah. You got me excited about that. I, well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Mr. Shonda. Here's the thing. Um, the Bible tells us that everything we do, we, do, we ought to do it as unto the Lord. Absolutely. And I'm not trying to make this all super spiritual because we all have to eat in order to, to live, right? right? But a lot of times we live to eat right. and that's where obesity comes in. That's where diabetes comes in. That's where cancer comes in because yes. we don't understand that's good. what God really created the body for. Mm -hmm. You know that it's your body because it's who you are, but really, well, it's who you think you are, but it's really not who you are. We are spirits housed in a body made of a, of, with a soul. We are spirits housing a body with a soul. Yes. So, so this is not who we are. Mm -hmm. And so we have to understand why God gave us what he gave us. What is our purpose? How we are to use these members. That's right. It. That's and, it. and when we understand the membership, okay, mm -hmm. then we will learn how to properly fuel it, how to properly steward it, okay? That's Nourishment it. for the soul isn't just talking about food, although, yeah, we're talking about food, but nourishment for the soul is literally, the soul is comprised of our mind, our will, and our emotions. Mm -hmm. So when our mind and our will and our emotions are not in align with the purpose, will, and plan of God, and we're not in succinct, harmony with the Holy Spirit, which is to be attuned to yes. what God is saying, then we don't, in the natural, do things in the proper way. We will, we will destroy or we will, you know, mistreat, mm -hmm. um, batter up our body and the organs inside if we don't totally tear them down. Mm -hmm. And what we eat, um, because, because we need to eat to live, we 
need to renew our mindset toward the mentality of living to eat. Yes. Especially within the church world. Um, uh, there's a lot of obese people in church because after church, you're going to get a chicken dinner. Yes. Right. Yes. Or after church, you're going to go to the restaurant and there's nothing wrong with going to the restaurant. But mm-hmm. when it's those church dinners down the basement or in the fellowship hall, you know, you got food laid out. You got cakes, pies, cookies, rolls, teas, mm-hmm. uh, cornbread and all these sorts of things laid out. Right. And especially if you're the clergy uh, of the house, you know, the church mother's going to come pile your plate up high. If you're the male pastor, going to pile your plate up high and <laughs> and you just uh, eat. And then once you scoff that down, oh, pastor, would you like some more? Would you like some more uh, sweet tea? And the sweet tea is so sugary. You could own Domino's uh, Sugar Company. Oh. And and um, and then yeah. the fried chicken, though it may taste good, it's greasy as all get out, yes. you know, yeah. and the string beans and collard greens are saturated with fat back. And don't get me wrong. I do use fat back once in a moment. I use it sometimes. I do. Right. For the season of my food. Um, I don't eat fat back, but I do use it um, like once in the moon. It's not something I rarely use. Right. I mostly use right. Everything I use for catering is smoked turkey mm-hmm. or not or not. Okay. It's either uh, vegan or it's with smoked turkey. Okay. And and um, but personally, every now and then, depending on what I'm cooking, mm-hmm. I do uh, season my oil with a little fat back. So, but but when we constantly saturate our foods with fat back and pork rinds and stuff like that and baking grease and all of that, or, and then vegetable oil is not good for us. That's right. Okay? And mm-hmm. so when people find that chicken in Crisco, you know, the commercial, back in the day, Loretta Lynn, she's a country singer, okay? I'm 53 years old. Uh, and back then in the day, Loretta Lynn used to come on the commercial on TV. And yeah. she would, and Crisco used to come in a can, not a jug. Yes. And it was, and you scooped it out. Yeah, and right? it had butter flavor. It was the yellow label and the blue. Yeah, well, well, it's in sticks now, you know, all that. But I'm talking about it was to be a can, yeah. right? And you scooped it out, right? Yes. It looked like hair grease or lard or something like that. Yep. You scooped Crisco. It didn't pour it. You mm-hmm. scooped it. And you put it in the frying pan, yep. right? Kind of like this one here. Mm-hmm. I remember that. My grandma used to use that. <laughs> you know, yes, ma'am. Skillet, you know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. And you would put the, put the Crisco in here or the lard. Some people use lard, but I'm talking about the commercial. You, you put the Crisco in here. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you fry your chicken. Yes. Okay? Well, vegetable grease isn't good for you. Lard isn't good for you. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because what happens is it soaks into, well, it has all these different components of it. Some people say uh, the components comprise, it's almost like equivalent to plastic or the things that are in plastic. Some people say other things, but basically, that gets into your food, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're scoffing it down. So you're not just eating some good, tasty, crispy chicken. And that's another thing. On that commercial, Loretta Lynn would fry chicken. She would get the, this thing out right here. Mm-hmm. And in real life, Loretta Lynn has, she cooks like a country girl, so maybe her food tastes good. Because um, she cooks in real life, the, the country singer. But mm-hmm. she would fry chicken in the commercial. And then when the chicken was done, she put it on a plate with paper towel, like how we do at home for real. Yes. She would put it on paper towel in a commercial, and then she would bite into it, and you could hear all this crunching going on with the fried chicken. So what happens? You see that commercial. She's a country girl, mm-hmm. and it I, it appears that she was cooking from her home kitchen, and she's using all of this stuff that we have in our homes. So right. what's going to happen next? We're going to want to go and fry some chicken. Absolutely. Right? So, so, but how we do it is hasn't. It might have tasted good, but it wasn't always healthy for us, right? Absolutely. And so, we're talking about nourishment for the soul. Mm-hmm. We have to understand. You know, we think the scriptures, and and this is not to be over spiritualized. When I do mm-hmm. online cooking shows um, or cooking classes, we we have fun. We cook. Okay? Absolutely. We don't preach, and we don't get off the tambourine. You know, we cook. <laughs> But but I'm but I'm talking about nourishment for the soul because mm-hmm. I want people to understand since I am a chef and I do 500 calorie meals that's on my website mm-hmm. which are meals that are very delicious very flavorful but they're only 500 calories. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and 
Go ahead. I was going to say, I think that's really good too, if I can just step in for a quick second, because one of the things that we have to learn um, is that we've got to retrain our brain. We've Mm -hmm. got to begin to look at food in a different light. We've got to remember that food, that we control the food and the food should not control us. And, you know, a lot of it is traditional. As you have stated, right? I remember uh, some things. I remember my grandma in that cast iron skillet, right? Mm-hmm. Frying the chicken and frying the potatoes and fried everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might have had fried string beans. I mean, everything was fried, right? Yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. was fried. Everything was delicious. But when I look at the history of my family, they also died early. Yeah, because mm-hmm. of uh, high cholesterol, diabetes, strokes, you know, all of those things that happened. And a lot of what we as Blacks, die from can be prevented if we would only pay more attention sooner to yes. what we are putting in our mouths. And so I want to just touch on something that you just shared. You said, you know, vegetable oil is not good for us. Mm-hmm. Well, then for our listeners, well, what should we fry our chicken in? I mean, honestly, what should we do? So you can use olive oil, okay, coconut oil. You can use... um avocado oil. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not going to taste like the fried chicken from the lard mm-hmm. or from the vegetable oil, mm-hmm. but those are, those are the most healthy oils you can use. Okay. Um, when I fry chicken, and it's not often, like I can count on one hand how many times I fry chicken personally to okay. eat, to consume, not for business, um, but for my personal consumption. I don't fry chicken hardly, okay. right? And um, but when I do, I use peanut oil. Okay. 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 Um, the other oils, uh, avocado oil, olive oil, coconut oil, those type of oils, um, grape seed oil, mm-hmm. those types of oils are better for us, better for our digestive system. Okay. I but to- you know, if you must come close to mama now, grandma now. And you can use peanut oil if you don't have any uh, nut allergies. And uh, peanut oil, wow, my God. (laughs) My God, it'll make you want to get on your face. I love it. Absolutely. Peanut oil, it'll make you want to get on your face. But in real life, you want to use olive oil, avocado oil, grapeseed oil, coconut oil. You really want to use those things because it is better on your digestive system. Mm-hmm. It actually works in harmony with your uh, cellular system. And so not only are things pro- uh, digested better and processed better, but also the nutrients, you get nutrients from those oils as well. Okay, and that's really good. Listen, if you're gonna eat, you might as well eat with a purpose, right? You might as well eat things that are gonna make your body healthy. I really just wanted to, I wanted to share too real quickly. One of our uh, Facebook viewers says, speak. Yes, Lord, when you were talking about the, the Crisco and the fried chicken and then the basement, I think you done got somebody happy up in here. <laughs> Absolutely. We can't see who it is. And we certainly thank you for tuning in and being with us on today. And so again, for our podcast listeners, if you're just tuning in, I want to say welcome and thank you so much for tuning in. We This is Kingdom Leaders Connect, the podcast, and we are meeting with, talking with, interviewing the amazing Nicole Diaz, who is the owner and of a beautiful catering company. Come on here. I'm excited about that. called a Taste of Heaven Catering Service. And so not only is she telling us about all the many things that she can cook, she's also educating us on what's best for us to eat, right? Because her slogan is, it's nourishment for the soul. And so, uh, you know, as Christians, we are guilty. You know, we are really guilty about really being so unhealthy. A lot of us, not all of us, because we don't want to throw everybody in the same pot, right? There are some who do extremely well with taking care of their bodies, but there are some that uh, we, we we are products of our environment, right? We cook, a lot of us cook the way that we saw mama and daddy cook. We cook the way we saw grandma and them cook, right? And so, uh, you know, they did, they used what they had. Right. But Mm -hmm. as time changes and we begin to understand the connections, then we have to sometimes be willing to walk away from what's familiar to us Mm -hmm. and grab a hold of what's best for us. And so Mm -hmm. I just want to share really quickly. I was really I struggled with my weight and I couldn't figure out why. And as we're talking about nourishment for the soul, 
I, you know, the Lord brought to my attention that when I was younger, my dad and I, you know, it was, it's, it was funny then and it was cute, but now, you know, it created a behavior that we wanted to see who was going to finish first and get seconds first. That's what we were doing. So we trying to see, okay, who's, you know, something so silly. We just having a good time. But what did that do? That created a behavior of greed and not even realizing that. And so then when it was time, when all of a sudden I started, you know, when you're younger, you can do things that you can't quite do when you get a little bit older, right? Because your metabolism changes. And so then you wonder why, you know, why do I have to eat the whole bag? Or why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? And then you realize, you know what? Some things are behaviors that were passed down and we didn't even realize it. And so, you know, I can remember my grandmother making biscuits at every meal, right? We had, a, we had biscuits. We didn't have cornbread. I still cannot find out what they're called. Everybody calls them something different, but they were like cornmeal cakes, right? Oh my goodness. Johnny cakes. Johnny cakes? Yes, Johnny cakes. Listen, I thought those were the best things in the world. Have mercy. Oh, don't even talk about it. Just I can yes, see it in hand now. I love those, right? And so, um, but you know, those were present. Homemade biscuits were present. And every meal, I think the only meal that wasn't really thick was lunch that's because she was already in the midst of cooking dinner so you had to get what you could right but that's gonna be a fried bologna said well you know when you think about the things that we ate it initially didn't seem like they were causing our bodies any harm but when you look at the state of the church because this is kingdom leaders connect so we can talk about church we can talk about god we can talk about the doggone thing right that's what we do here and so when we look at you know the, the health of the church we can do better but it starts with educating ourselves and having on amazing people like you who really do know what they're talking about. And as you were talking about those basements, <laughs> the basement dinners and the fried chicken and the string meat, first of all, you said something that I, I want to touch on because we have been conditioned to think and we got to understand marketing. OK, let's just talk about marketing. We think everything tastes better with butter in it. We think everything tastes butter. I mean, tastes better with oil in it. But when I decided to do something about my weight, because I was unhappy with the me that I was seeing when I looked in the mirror, I, I had to do something. And so the program that I found that worked for me, I lost 60 pounds in three and a half months. Come on, talk to me about that, right? I learned how to eat clean. And so in that eating clean, we don't use oils and butter. And I thought, oh my gosh, I am not going to make it. <laughs> but when I learned yes. this, that I could actually taste my food even better without yes. the distractions. Okay, Lord, I hear you. So the yes. butters and the oils can sometimes be a distraction. And yes. My food tastes so good. Like I never knew chicken tastes. Like, I didn't know steak tastes that good because now there's nothing blocking the taste, the true taste from coming through. I am amazed. And so um, would you agree? Or I, you don't have to, I'm just asking. Um, but have you found that to be true? Like as you are educated, with cooking, it's you know, food is amazing and it makes its own juices, honey. Just let it yes, simmer. It oh, All right, you go ahead. I'm getting yes, hot. It does. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. You know, we tend to mask our food with mm -hmm. too much of the commercial seasoning, mm -hmm. as well as, like you said, butters and oils. Yes. Actually, um, the misnomer of butter in terms of not being good for us and all of the world's population, most of them anyway, mm -hmm. buying margarines and things of that nature is actually reverse. Margarine is horrific to digest. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a non uh, byproduct. It's nothing. It's nothing. Can it's, I tell you a, a story? Listen, yeah. my husband was getting ready to make a cake. Now, yeah. And he's passing, but every now and again he gets in that kitchen and you know he burns, baby, burns, right? And he can get oh, oh, so your husband can cook? Yes, ma'am. He can cook. He should cook more often. So, honey, if you're watching, I love you. Go ahead and get in that kitchen and do what you do. Listen, you're anointed for this. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Listen, he needs a little encouragement, right? And yeah. so he was getting ready. He found this recipe. Uh, what was he making? I think he was making a coconut pie. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. And uh he found a recipe that he wanted to try, found a couple of them, so whatever. And so we didn't have butter. And so what he got was, um, I, I don't want to tear up mm, the brand, but it was it was in a gray container. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Okay, and so he got a scoop of it, like, all right, well, that's all we have. We'll see if this will work. And when he put it in the microwave to melt it, he was like, what is this? 
what is this? What is this? It was just pure oil and water. It was just, I mean, it was, he was amazed. And I was like, that's interesting. And think about that every time we spread that on our food, every time we we, we put it in the, uh, some string beads, or you, you know, every time we use that, that's the way it, the same way you saw it break down is yeah. how it's breaking down in your body. Wow, and that was eye opening. It was, it, you know, uh, and it, it's not something that you can tell, you really got to just try it for yourself. And you're really, I, I was amazed, I, I was mm-hmm. really amazed. And, and that's one of the things you said too. You said, you know, we, um, a lot of times we we live to eat, but we gotta understand that eating is about eating to live. Yes, and that's you know um, I try to tell the boys my I have two sons, and so one is a chef at heart, and when I tell you he is ten and at nine he started creating his own seasonings. He started pulling stuff to, and it's amazing. One day he made a barbecue sauce, and he's like, "Mom, you gotta taste it," and I was like, "Yeah, okay." I try to avoid. I tried to avoid tasting it because I was not in the kitchen when he was pulling stuff together. But when I tasted it, I tell you, I wanted more. And it was delicious. It was delicious. So I said, okay, you really got something here. Uh, long story short, he made my husband a T-bone steak. And my husband doesn't even eat T-bone. He normally does ribeye. And so the next night, I said, honey, what do you want for dinner? He said, oh, you got any more of that T-bone steak? I said, no. So we actually had to go to the store. And buy some more T-bones so my, uh, I think it was nine then, my nine-year-old could cook and season up that steak. I mean, it was absolutely delicious. But I say that to say, um, we, we have to be mindful. I, I tell them that food is like gas for our car, right? And so our, if our car runs out of gas, it can't go anywhere. And such is food for our bodies, right? That's what food does. It's supposed to fuel our bodies and give it the energy that it needs to be able to keep running. And so if we are, you know, and here's the thing now, they're a little bit older, so they're in the age of sugar. And I'm like, you have to be so careful because there's no nutritional value to sugar. It doesn't, it tastes delicious. Don't get me wrong, honey. Who doesn't like a little bit of sugar, right? However... It does not do our, it doesn't, it, like, you know, remember that commercial milk does a body good? Sugar does not do anything uh, well for our bodies. But anyway, I don't want, I mean, would you like to speak on that? Well, you know, sugar is actually a cancer uh, feeding agent. Mm. And it, you know, it, it causes all kinds of things. It causes our teeth to rot. Mm-hmm. It causes the cancer cells to multiply rapidly. It causes, um, you know, uh, diabetes, you know, mm-hmm. spikes in glucose. Yes. glucose. It causes, yes. um, you know, cholesterol uh, issues and, and it has no nutritional value, like you say. Mm-hmm. So now, now sugar in its purest form, straight from the cane, is not horrific because it's not processed. That's it's it. purified. And God created the sugar cane. So we know that everything God made, he made it well. Mm-hmm. So if we are getting sugar in its purest form, and of course, the average person, unless you live in Louisiana or Alabama or somewhere like that, you're not going to be coming across any sugar canes. Right. But um, there are um, holistic uh, stores that you can go, uh, even a Whole Foods and Okay. Um, uh, a Trader Joe's and those kind of places, in addition to the um, holistic uh, health food markets, you can go to and you can get as pure of sugar as you possibly can get. Because of course, it's packaged up; it's not, you know, on the sugar cane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember being a child, and my relatives from Louisiana would come to Rhode Island, where I lived at the time, and they would bring sugar cane with them. Okay. And and wow. and they showed us how to eat it. So so basically, you could take a um, you could cut it open and take a knife and and scrape it, mm-hmm. and the syrup on it would be the sugar, or you could just simply just bite all the way down to the end of the um, cane, and you know just suck the sugar out like that. Wow. So as children, children, we weren't cutting up anything. All we did was just chew and suck and chew and suck. And chew Absolutely. And um, so that was the purest, 
purest sugar, you know, you possibly ever could get. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of a, that's where the candy cane came from. That's the truth. Yes. That yes. was the true candy cane, yes. right? Yeah. Um, yes. I, I like what yes. you said. And, and here's the thing. When I'm, I remember my uncle saying something that, you know, as, as I was, as, a, as I get older, it rings true. And it's something that I am working on because I've got to tell you that I am a work in progress. I have not perfected anything yet. Right. And so I still, you know, that's one of the crosses that I have to pick up daily. It's being mindful uh, that I don't overeat in certain things, uh, in certain areas. There's certain things that just speak real good to me. And so if I'm not careful, I'll keep answering every time they call. Right. And so it's something that we have to be mindful of. But here's the thing. Everything in moderation. Yes. Everything in moderation. And so what is moderation? You know, I would say, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but you have to learn your body. Mm -hmm. right? You have to learn your body. You have to learn what works best for you and know how your body breaks down food because somebody can eat five peanuts and gain three pounds. Somebody else can eat a whole batch of peanuts and not gain anything because all of our bodies are different. And so, you know, moderation, but you know, that's the thing, you know, learning how to eat. Oh my goodness. And moderation is extremely important. My apologies. And so, um, and if you can eat in moderation, that will allow you to be able to have certain things, but, uh, and you don't feel like you're depriving yourself, right? And I like what you said, because even when we're talking about the fat back, mm -hmm. what'd you say? You said that you have some every now and again, right? You use it to uh, to cook with every now and again, but again, that's in moderation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I very rarely use it. Uh, I can keep fat back for a year because I very rarely use it. But I do use it. You know, it's not like mm -hmm. it's, you know, taboo for me. Right. I do, I do use it, but I use it sparingly because it's not necessarily healthy. Um, if I, that's all I'm eating, you know, constantly saturating my food with it. And right. the bottom line is if we are eating to live, we want to receive as much of the natural nutrients Absolutely. As, as possible, as much as we possibly can. So you don't want to overcook your meats. Yes. Sometimes people cook meats where it's super hard or mm -hmm. stringy, you know, if it's chicken or roast, you don't want to um, overcook them. I mean, of course, if you don't like it with warm pink center, then don't eat it like that, but don't, you know, don't kill it. <laughs> don't kill it. Don't kill okay? it. <laughs> and then your vegetables, um, you don't want to oversaturate your vegetables with butters and oils Absolutely. and you don't want to boil your vegetables. Okay, when you boil your vegetables, you're boiling out the nutrients. You just want to steam them. And okay. depending on what type of vegetable it is, you don't need to steam it anywhere from, I would say, um, Ooh, depending on what it is, maybe like four to, to, to seven or eight minutes. Mm -hmm. You don't want to uh, cook broccoli till it's brown and mushy. You know, you want Absolutely. the broccoli to be vibrant as, as, as when you purchased it in the store and you want to have a little bit of crisp to it. You want the string beans to be vibrant and have a little bit of crisp. Now, string beans, historically, uh, African-Americans would put them in a pot and they would boil them with potatoes. Yes. String beans yes. and potatoes, maybe even put a little smoked meat in there. Yes. Right. And, um, and that was a meal in and of itself with a piece of cornbread. Yes, now, even in my house still, before, it sounds like. <laughs> you can still have string beans. You can still have string beans and potatoes, mm -hmm. but don't, don't you know, send them swimming, okay? Just give them a sauna treatment, you know, steam them out a little bit. Yes. Right? And if you must have some smoked meat, put some smoked turkey in it, That's right? True. And you can pre-cook the smoked turkey, you know, uh, boil that down and take the juice and, and the smoked turkey off of that and put it into your pot of string beans. And, you know, you only want to cook them for a short while, you know, where they, they are soft enough to eat, but have a little bit of crisp to them. Yes. Be, because when you're super mushy, which historically every string bean I ever ate was mushy. Right. Right. I never ate a crisp string bean unless I went to a restaurant and I didn't like them because I'm like, Oh, these, these string beans aren't done. Right. Right. Okay, but then I learned later on through nutrition classes and culinary school that um, actually uh, you're supposed to eat your vegetables the way that God made them, mm. which is really raw. Raw. And I'm saying, yep, yep, 
Mm-hmm. Because that's where all of the nutrients are. Absolutely. Absolutely. But if you must have them warm, then you should just steam them. Mm. But you should never boil them. That's okay? really good. And you definitely don't want to fry them. And so, you know, we're talking about nourishment for the soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions. How does, you know, me being a chef play into that? Yes. Well, because if my mind, my will, and my emotions is talking about, like during the pandemic, because I did online cooking classes, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I came up with most of the recipes of the students could give me, you know, make suggestions for recipes that they wanted to cook and me to walk them through those recipes. And so what was happening is every time I cooked something, I was eating it. Mm-hmm. So I gained a lot of weight during the pandemic and I wasn't very uh, mobile. Right. Because one day they said, stay in the house. Another day they said, well, walk around your, your backyard. And then, you know, right. it was all kind of different stuff going right. on. So I wasn't very active. I wasn't very sedentary. And I was working from home with work work. I was working from home. I'm doing the online cooking classes and all that. And then we're cooking food mm-hmm. and I'm not giving them a recipe for one person. I'm giving right. them a recipe for, for their family. Right. Forgetting, right. forgetting, and literally, I was creating recipes for my students, forgetting that I'm not them. And so I have all this food in mm. my kitchen and, and to not waste it, I was eating it. Yeah. So I was making steak and cheese egg rolls mm. and sucking them down. <laughs> I was making jambalaya. I was making um, chicken pot pie. I was making um, lasagna. Wow. um, Oh, we made all kinds of stuff, girl. We made the world's famous burgers. And literally, um, I've had people from all around the world say, girl, them burgers are good. We made world, you know, world famous burgers are super juicy and delicious. And we hooked them up just like the restaurant with the uh, brioche bun, you know, the bun with the shiny top, brioche bun with the uh, curly leafy lettuce and... Uh, all the fixings, you know, lettuce, tomatoes, cheese, pickles, honey. We just didn't have a sesame seed bun, okay? Okay. We did did all of that, you know. Um, We made, uh, oh, during uh, Cinco de Mayo, because we were in COVID, Mm -hmm. during Cinco de Mayo, I made uh, a platter literally this big. It was just my son and I, and we had a platter this big where I made fajitas. Oh, my goodness. That's my we gonna yeah, have to go because I probably gained five pounds just listening to that. I yeah. love made fajitas. I made I made non-alcoholic margaritas, which oh. a margarita is very sugary. Yes. And if you have the non-alcoholic version, it's gonna be even more sugary. I mean, alcohol sugar. has sugar in it, but yes. if you just have it straight as like a punch, it's gonna be real sugary. So we had margarita, the non-alcoholic margarita, you know. So we're just cooking up all this food. And I make, I learned how to perfect Chinese food that it tastes real like Chinese food, you know. And yeah, we we can make fried rice, we can make stir fry anything, you know. And then I have this recipe that I created solely, which is Thai chili wings with Parmesan noodles. I'm on my way. So listen, okay. we get ready to end this and so, and so I'm on my I'm way. Creating all these recipes, and I'm eating my recipes. And of course, it caused me to gain an exorbitant amount of weight. And yeah. not being sedentary was just a, a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. It caused me to feel sluggish. It caused yes. me to uh, be with loss of breath. Mm-hmm. Um, it caused my heart to be enlarged because, you know, when your mid gets fat or your thighs get fat or your arms get fat, you know, your organs get fat too. In case you didn't know those out there in Facebook and YouTube land that your organs get fat with you mm-hmm. because you, you know, your organs make up of you. So if you think, oh, I'm just fat in my belly or fat in my thighs or fat in my breast mm-hmm. or my arms, you're fat everywhere. Everywhere. Your liver gets fat. Have you ever heard of a fatty liver? Yes, your have. liver gets fat. Your kidneys get fat. Your heart definitely enlarges as you enlarge. And so Even if, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, when you really think about that, imagine what we're doing to our bodies. Yes. I mean, the inside of our bodies are so angry uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> at some of us because um, you're right. And you're not only are they being enlarged, but they are working almost 10 times as hard. Yes. And that's Which, what happens when it's enlarged, you know. Yes. 
It's just like a car. If you don't put the right fuel in your car, if you yes. don't constantly get oil changes and constantly take it in for servicing mm -hmm. and for checkups, what happens is your parts, your engine will be working harder than what it has to. That's Eventually right. your engine will kick out. That's right. That's right. Or it sputters, right? You so it's the same. Sputter? Listen, it's like yes. something is not right. Their connection is not the yes. right stuff. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I thank you so very much. This has Amen. been um, an amazing conversation. And again, we want to just give a quick shout out to our sponsors. We don't want to forget them. We appreciate our sponsors. We have the joystick, which allows you to stream on multiple platforms at one time. And then shout out to Magic Sense by J. Joe. And so that is a mother and daughter company who has been there, started making candles to bond together. And I tell you, God has blessed them in a mighty way. They're now on walmart.com. They are everywhere. Uh, something that's simple, started out going to the farmer's market. And next thing you know, it is a, I want to say, I'm, I'm, I'm about to speak that for them. That's a multi-million dollar company. Yes, I'm yeah. speaking that into existence. Absolutely. So shout out to our sponsors. And so I thank you all for joining, whether you're watching or we'll catch the replay on YouTube or listening in podcast world. We appreciate you for showing up for the Kingdom Leaders Connect. And I encourage you to always come back because you never know who's going to be on the show and what you are going to learn. And so if you're just coming in, we have been talking with Nicole Diaz and she is the owner of a taste of heaven catering service you can connect with her outside of this broadcast at taste of heaven catering service.com you don't want to miss it listen their food is prayed over you're not only getting nourishment for your physical bodies but also for your spiritual bodies i can't wait i'm i always wanted a cake uh, that was specially designed. So I am looking forward to, I don't even know what I'm going to get, but I'm going to make sure I connect with you to have your partners find something. Uh, I just, uh, that excites me right there. And then I'm coming now. See, now I don't know if I want to come for the fried chicken. I mean, the, the, the jerk chicken or the, what do you say? The steak and cheese egg roll. See, steak and cheese egg roll. And just a week ago for my aunt's 70th birthday, um, a part of her, her, hors d'oeuvres or whatever she was offering to her guests was uh -huh. soul rolls, S-O-U-L rolls. And those are egg rolls filled with um, collard greens and smoked turkey. See. And then you have a little Thai chili dipping sauce on the side and you just dip. So you what had you, happened was, I'm going to tell you what's getting happened. You just dip. I'm going to have to get a platter. I'm going to have to have somebody come with me because I, you know, we're going to need backup for this. But it sounds like I'm going to need a, a, a multicultural platter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so soul rolls and soul rolls are delicious because because it's it's um you know, it's collard greens. Yes. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And and you can get, you know, I cook collard greens with smoked turkey and without smoked turkey. Normally when I cater, I don't put smoked turkey because there's vegans and vegetarians, you know, and they don't do meat. So to make one batch suit everybody, I know how to season it where it tastes like meat, but there's no meat. Mm -hmm. You can do it like that, or you can do it where, you know, you add smoked turkey in them and you just roll them up like a, you know, Chinese egg roll and, and voila. And they actually, they like the steak and cheese ones. They ate the steak and cheese ones, but they said the soul rolls, I didn't make enough of those. Oh, they love those. I can't wait. Yeah. And I've never heard. I hope you uh, make sure that you, I don't know how it is with the food world, but make sure you trademark or patent that because the soul rolls, honey, listen, that's going to be, that, that could, that's a seller right there. My, my, yeah, my. I'm not the only one. There are restaurants. Oh, that, okay. That make those as well. I'm not the only one. Now, I may be the only one that does my soul rolls, but I'm not the only one that does soul oh, rolls or collard green or collard green egg rolls. But, you know, the whole gist of, of this segment on my part is to convey to the listening audience that, you know, we want to be renewed in our mind yes. and how we see food, right? Mm -hmm. We want to uh, set our will to the will of God. And that is that we prosper yes. and be in good health as our soul prospers. Yes. And a lot of times when we overeat and we misuse our bodies, it's because we don't understand what this makeup is all about because we really are spirit first, mm -hmm. housed in a body because God breathes us into existence, right? Mm -hmm. And then he puts us inside of a body with a soul. Mm -hmm. So when we understand that dimension of existence, mm -hmm. then it's like, okay, so then now what? 
Yeah. Right? right. So then we're the ones who tell the flesh what to do. The flesh doesn't tell us what to do exactly. because no good thing ever comes of the flesh. The Bible. Mm -hmm. but we tell the flesh yes. what to do. Yeah. We have dominion and authority as spiritual beings of the most high God to speak to the flesh mm -hmm. and command the flesh to move as we mm -hmm. see it to move. And so our will has to be lined up with God's will, because if not, the things that we tell our brain will tell our body to do won't necessarily be in our favor all the That's time. Right. right? And then our emotions, our mind and will and emotions. You know, I, I used to be an emotional eater. You know, where if I was mm -hmm. feeling some kind of way, or even happy, mm -hmm. you know, let's go out to eat. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. You know, I got a raise this is when I used to work. Every kind of emotional eater, right? Yeah. Every well, it's Friday. Yeah, let's go out to eat. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, Thanksgiving's next week, right? Thanksgiving's yes. next week. And everybody's house, most people's house, will have all this spread out, right? Yes. Especially since this Thanksgiving, you can go visit each other, right? So it's going to be all kind of food and spread, and folks going to go from house to house table to table and eat all kinds of plates and take plates with them, right? And so you're so happy that it's Thanksgiving that you're eating, yeah. but guess what? Come next week, uh, you know, kids are coming out of school, right? Mm -hmm. And parents, you know, might still have to finish up work on their jobs or something like that. So they're like, shoot, we got Thanksgiving coming. We're not cooking. So they're going to order pizza or Chinese mm -hmm. or go to somebody's restaurant, right? And then Thanksgiving's going to come. They're going to go see grandma and them and they're going to cook and, you know, eat and do all that. And then you bring those leftovers home or you, or it's at your house so you have the leftovers. But then as soon as we say happy Thanksgiving, literally we're right over into the Christmas season. Absolutely. And then you have the parties that you're invited to or the parties mm -hmm. that you're hosting mm -hmm. in addition to the uh, um, Christmas and New Year's dinner. So we tend to eat emotionally, be it good or bad, you know, happy or sad. We tend to eat emotionally, right? Yes. And and it's, I mean, it's nothing. Well, God made everything good. Yeah. And he made it for our enjoyment. But right. we just need to do it in moderation, like you said, mm -hmm. because we are stewards over our bodies and the resources, which yes. is the food that God has given to us. Yes. And if we want to enjoy food, really, for real, enjoy it, then we should look at how we are preparing it. Mm -hmm. And, and 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 even the kind of foods that we're buying, because a lot of poor people buy processed foods, and this mm -hmm. is not a shot shot at poor people. Absolutely, it's that's what's available. That it's unfortunate. It's mm -hmm. unfortunate that mm -hmm. those who do not have financial uh, resources, they're giving the least, which is what used to happen in slavery time. In slavery time, the the food that we now call soul food. Is, was de derived because the master would give what he didn't want to his slaves, mm -hmm. right? And we still carry that spirit today because we say, oh, it's cost too much to buy fresh vegetables and fruit. Absolutely. It's cost too much to buy an organic piece of something. You know, it costs mm -hmm. too much. Well, this is my philosophy. I'm not saying Ooh. spend money that you don't have. That's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But this is my philosophy. Mm -hmm. You're going to pay if you get sick. Yeah, I was. Yes. You're going to pay to stay well. Yeah. Either way, you're going to pay. And the reality is it costs more to be sick and to get well than it does to stay healthy. Yes. It costs a lot more to try to get healthy than to stay healthy. Yes. And so, um, you know, that's really a good point. And um, mm -hmm. I think that's a good place for us to end. So I pray that uh, those that are listening on today have heard something that will help you to shift the way that you think about food, right? So that you can begin to shift the mindset. And so we thank you, uh, Nicole, for coming on to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Shonda. This Absolutely. was awesome. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. And so we want to say thank you again to all of our listeners who have been listening and or watching. It has truly been a blessing. And so I pray that you have heard something to encourage your hearts and your minds to think about food differently. Think about what you're doing to your bodies and how you are nourishing your soul. So that is so important. And again, we encourage you to make sure you subscribe if you're watching your YouTube or 
Make sure you like and or follow the podcast if you're listening via podcast so that you'll be notified when we are having amazing interviews. Also, if you would like to be one of our guests on the podcast, please make sure you go to application.kingdomleadersconnect.com. And that is application.kingdomleadersconnect.com to become a guest on our pod show. We would absolutely love to have you. And so if we are just going to close out. We are so grateful for Nicole to come on the show today and really enlighten us about how we are eating. And so that is all for now. Have an amazing day. And don't forget to continue to be a kingdom leader who is leading and connecting and growing. Why? Because there's greatness in you and God is just getting started. Have an amazing day. Mm-hmm.